Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, guys. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. We have uh, another guest here, Seth from Fisherman's Access. Hola. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a lot about freshwater because he's a big freshwater guy. And he's got some really cool baits. It's a... Trophy bass baits, yeah, uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about those two, but first let's talk about how Seth got into fishing, and from when you were a kid all the way to now. Oh boy. Um, well, right off the bat, I mean, my dad having it's the same story that almost everybody. My dad got me into fishing. Well, definitely, <laughs> you know, and he'd always been on the bat fishing the bass tournaments like Juan Bass and and all the local guys, and he got to fish in some pretty big tournaments and stuff like that, and got really involved in the media and. As I was growing up, I mean, he'd just go for weekends. I'm like, where's he going? You know, he's always fishing a tournament this weekend. Or, like, you just leave early in the morning. I'm like, where are you going? Oh, i got a tournament. And he had a partner he fished with for a long time. And it was it was like, okay, well, I want to do that kind of stuff. Or I want to start fishing. And, you know, when we'd go to, like, the park lakes and stuff. And that's pretty much the root of all of it, honestly, yeah. is the park lakes, which I'm sure is most yeah. people. You know, <laughs> you can't just – your first trip can't always be the, you know, running to the lake, you know. Yeah. But um, definitely – uh him taking me to the park lakes and doing that kind of stuff on the water was something big and just catching bluegill, you know, starting out catching bluegill. Always fun. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I think, let's see the first time I was ever out actually even farther back. The first bass I ever caught was the first bass I ever caught on my own was actually at, I think it was at Lake Castaic in like, shoot, 2004, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe earlier on a Cinco. In the ski cove. Wow. I remember that only because I remember looking down and seeing this fish swimming away and go, where'd my bait go? You know? Oh, <laughs> fish has it. My mom was on the boat. My brother was on the boat. We know oh, we were all having cool, a good time. Man. But yeah. I'm sure your dad was stoked too. When you... Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> buy more fish and tackle. You know? And then uh, the older you got, you got more into like uh, bigger baits. Oh, yeah. Of course, well, I know. mean, that was funny. That That's a funny one. Because when we fish these park lakes and pretty quickly when i started going a lot i started meeting you know my buddies like tyler and those guys uh-huh. and aj when i grew up which i mean these guys are far beyond the fishing world now doing all sorts of cool stuff you know yeah. but um it was one of those like we all fish worms and we all knew how to fish top water you know most tyler's dad was also fishing club tournaments with my dad so mm-hmm. they we what club was your dad in um that's a funny one. I don't remember the exact names. That you can't get me on names. I just the, the club names are just so many of them and so, yeah. like, so many big ones. But um, they kind of didn't fish exactly. They fished tournaments against each other and they kind of knew of each oh, other okay. basically. So yeah. when I met Tyler, we all kind of had a background in bass fishing, so we kind of knew. You know, we all fished worms. We all knew how to fish topwater baits. And three was a learning experience the whole way up. I mean, like those park lakes, man. It was just it was just going out there every day and just spending your time out yeah. there, and noticing things and fishing hard. You know. 
But um, yeah, as it kind of grew into a little bit more of an obsession, I guess you could no more of an addiction. If you're really going to be honest, <laughs> um, it ended up being okay. Well, I've caught these four pound. These not four pound. Excuse me, Jesus, give myself way too much on that. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize, I was not supposed to sound like that. I've caught these little one pounders and stuff, and I've thrown the worm, and I've caught a bunch of fish. But like, hey, so how do I catch that six pounder or seven pounder over there stocking those bluegill? What do I got to do to do yeah. that? And um, I my dad had some. Big old Matt Lures FT series, just big, ugly-looking things. And we'd throw them and be like, man, these are stupid. These are too big. <laughs> what what fish wants to eat this, you know? Yeah. And I started fishing it one day, and I think I was at, like, I was at, um, oh, that was at. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to uh, blow anything it's, up it's, that's it's not it's known. Nothing that's really yeah. known. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I was at like, when I was about shoot probably eight or nine and, and and we were just i was walking along in the evening and they just talked trout and i was throwing this big stupid ugly castaic multi-jointed atrocity <laughs> and it was a great bait it, it you know i never caught a fish on it and i, I just remember i had so vague because it was just a long time ago but um i had these these this big school of trout sitting in this cove and everyone's throwing mini jigs at them and yeah. throwing their trout bait at them and there is this I'm like, oh, okay, there's some trout. It's kind of cool. And I was just looking at him, you know, the kid all, ooh, when do they eat this? You know, throwing at him and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, that was a big five or six pound fish sitting on the outside of him. We're like, okay, wow, that's, that's a big bass. I, I want to catch that, you yeah. know. And threw the thing at him four or five times, spooked the hell out of it. That fish took off so fast and, mm. you know, and didn't see it again. And then I kept walking along all like, whatever. And I had just dropped my phone in the lake, which is the best part. And I, I don't know how I had a phone then, but the little stupid flip phone with a camera. I, just because I was down there by myself fishing. So, like, they gave, oh, here's a phone. Yeah, you know? makes sense. And I had dropped it, and I went back to that spot, and that fish was there again, but on a different position up against this little duck walk there. And I uh -huh. threw the bait next to and that fish ate it so fast. And I oh, was in man. such shock that I just hooked it. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Wound it in, and I'm looking at it going, well, this is awesome. I have no way to document it, and, you know, and yeah, that pretty much. And how and, old were you at that time? You know, I say eight, but I was almost honestly probably 10, 10 or 11. That's I, still, parents, you know, that's crazy. That's that's young to be fucking throwing swim baits for, you know? Well, I mean, it wasn't, and it, at that point, it was never like, I'm only going to do this. I mean, I think I had a word no, no, or something No, no, but I mean, me. even having, even like the my 10-year-old wouldn't have fucking wanted to go you know throw and that's a, a and that's bait all to like my that, dad you know? honestly that's all to my dad because over the years i mean it's like he's on the boat and you see these big fish and you always wonder man what the hell do i gotta do to catch one of those you know and, yeah. and it was always a you know throw your cinco throw your crankbait at it you know and i'd caught fish on the crankbait and and enjoyed that kind of stuff but after catching that fish man i was like holy crap you know this is this is something that oh i could i, I could do this you know yeah, and yeah definitely. after that i don't think i caught a fish for another like four or five months <laughs> <laughs> throughout two more stockings and watching these fish just destroy trout you'd try every bait out there and you know you'd whatever hey dad can you buy me that huddleston over there or something thanks man yeah, you know definitely. and like I just keep good, doing good in school and fish you know i'd fish that bait and never caught a fish on it but it just it it started to become like okay you start to notice things and throughout all that time i met a lot of people who were already very very into it and that's that time swim bait fishing was still very you know very small, small very clicky i guess you could say yeah and, Especially at local lakes, I yeah. would say. You see guys who'd be like, what are you, throwing fishing for whales, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Like, yeah. You know, you mess with them and stuff. But, you know, I got to know some very good fishermen who had already been doing it and who would have been good do it, good at doing everything. You know, like you could watch them throw a jerkbait and they'd be like, oh, there, there's a six. There was a guy when I, so I started fishing probably 10 years ago. So how old are you? 
21. Okay, so it was probably around that age. Yeah. There was a dude with glasses that would always fish, and he had a camo shorts and cut-off mm-hmm. sleeves. That would be Rufer Mark. That is the guy dude, I was talking about. That dude would go, and he was nice. He'd say, what's mm-hmm. up? And that's when I started bass fishing, when you are probably like yeah. that age. <laughs> and I would go see him with his glasses on and throw these weird fucking jigs, all kinds of weird shit. And yeah. just slam bass in the reeds or whatever. You know, and I remember talking to that guy. And mm-hmm. everyone was cool, you know, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. When I just started, I'd have the kids. And, but then that's when I started moving. After I caught a couple of bluegill, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Back then, I would take my oldest, Andrew, and we would go catch cat. They'd stock catfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'd catch like 15 in a night. <laughs> so fun, man. You know, with your kids, like catfishing. Yeah. like. Catching yeah. three pounders. I mean, it on a lighter rod, it's fucking heavy. You know, like, we used to we used to sneak in there at night and, do that <laughs> and just like, uh, you know, people that didn't fish. You know, hey guys, let's go you got some. You know, instead of sitting around, let's go do something. You know, let's go fish. I like, catch some catfish or something. I used to put. We used to have a good time doing. Yeah, it. just fun, get some dude. hot, get a bunch of hot yep. dogs and just chill for a couple hours. Chicken you know? livers, get your hands all. Stinky. Yeah, yeah. God, thank God, I never got into fishing chicken livers, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's always hot dogs. Yeah, that's good. Hot dogs, and that was at your lake too. When I was really young, we were fishing. My brother didn't eat a hot dog or something. And yeah. We put that stupid thing on and caught like a giant catfish. And after that, every <laughs> night we'd be down there doing that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, these fish even living here, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was that guy is uh, that 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 man you're talking about, Roofer Mark. He's he's been fishing that lake, all those all these lakes, man. We see him everywhere. You know, he's the only guy out there that I would learn things from besides my dad. And he would be such a dick. <laughs> when I was young, oh my god, that man had so many backhanded comments and so much sarcasm. It'd be like, dude, like we'd be like, man, that guy's an asshole, you know? Yeah, he catches fish, but man, he's an asshole. And then it was, I always told people who had just started fishing, they're like, because he was a local, you know, you'd yeah. see him all the time. Yeah. And we all sort of jumped into that group. It was a group of guys that just fished there all the yeah. time. We all knew each other. And I'd tell people like, dude, just you got to just. Let it go. Yeah. Let it roll. You'll yeah, get there. The older I got, the more like I guess you'd say respect. Respect yeah. you'd get. I you know I guess <laughs> I still I saw I saw him the other day. Wow. You know, and um, the more you get, and then you start listening to him, and he's just like, okay, this is all he's spewing knowledge, you know, and he yeah. still show up, and you know, I don't see him as much often anymore, but you see him fishing, and it'd, it'd be like, hey man, from across the lake, are you talking <laughs> shit to him or something? And, you know, uh, but it was, it was just, I just told people, just let him talk the shit. Yeah. It'll be good. Just stick yeah. around. Don't be a dick, you know? <laughs> and man, that guy caught some big fish and, and every time he'd be there, oh, I got an eight pounder. And you're like, oh, he catches a six in front of you. You're like, God, man, I just, you know, that I have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah. He, he I was, mean, to get a fish that big out of a local lake. I mean. That consistent too, man. And it's pressured. And it, mm-hmm. I think it's a whole nother type of, to me, it's a whole nother type of fishery to yeah. fish lakes. Park lakes compared to going to the big lakes. Right, right, right. I mean, you could throw everything you got at a park lake a yeah. lot of the time, and it's like, oh, you dude, know? it's 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 overwhelming at a time. You know, sometimes even now, like in these places, you know, like I said, sorry for the folks who fished hard, just it's the way it is. <laughs> these places before where you would never see anybody, you never see a big bait, yeah. never see a guy doing. You mean, ah, there's everyone's got it. Everyone's doing it. Those yeah. fish see everything. And that's why to me it's, 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 and it was a learning curve after a while because yeah. well, at the peak of me getting into it, it was like, yeah, it's kind of already there, but not quite there. But for the poor guys that started like yesterday, it's like, I am so sorry. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> hard. I am dude. so and, sorry. Yeah. Bass fishing is sick. You know, it's a terrible sport. <laughs> and right when I started learning how to fish 
a little on the, the lake side, like where I kind of learned some new stuff. Yeah. It started getting bad. So like fishing network came around. Oh God. And then, yeah. And then it was like, it, it just got really bad, man. It's like social media. I got yelled at on Instagram for yeah. someone posted a picture. You know where it's at. Right, big right. bass. It's right in that little cove next to the concrete wall. Right, right. Everyone knows. I'm like, oh, that's my, but right by my house. Yeah. Some guy goes, thanks, fucking asshole, for blowing it up. That might have been me, Loki. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We, like, we, we went through a dark, dark this, time this where you were just like, ripping yeah, anyone who like posted six, a picture to shreds. It was so bad. Years ago. <laughs> it was so bad. Dude, it, it, was like, just, it just be like you go on Instagram and look for those pictures. Yeah. Like, there's the guy. I look for him at the yep, lake tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> I didn't post it, so someone else did. And I'm like, oh, you, I know what fucking like. After a while, it was like, oh, what the hell can we do about it? You know, like, it just, I mean, you throw your own yeah. pictures up and be like, whatever. That's, yeah. Like I was telling you earlier with the Disneyland backgrounds and like, <laughs> bro, you got that on a kelp patty and like, oh, this is Diamond Valley. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's it, the fact. It's, no, not the fact, but the, the the thing now. It's like it's just the way it is, and you know, honestly, if you catch a fish there now, you you're you're getting somewhere because it yeah. takes a lot of oh, a lot of talent yeah. to really narrow it down. And the guys that still fish from then, and even now they can still catch fish there. It's like, dog, you know, I, what in the hell, you know, like yeah. yeah, this is too much for my brain to figure <laughs> out, you know, but. You know, it's it's it, it. I tell people all the time, it comes around. Like right now, these lakes are in a tough cycle. It's, oh yeah, know, man, it's tough. It's tough everywhere. Any lake is like this. You know. Yeah. Anybody out there catching fish right now, you know, get on to you because I can't figure <laughs> it out for the life of me, and you know, yeah. you can have it. Definitely, uh, definitely, really. That, those two parks were like the huge important part of me fishing and getting to where I. Yeah, say, I that's guess really I am cool. Now you know. And, yeah. But. And then as you got older, you started getting more going to maybe bigger lakes. Yeah. When did that start happening? Oh, man. That one was very fortunate. I started to, f- I didn't like fishing big lakes. Uh-huh. I didn't like it. It was too much water to cover. And I was always very overwhelmed by that. And I liked my little pond and doing what I was doing, <laughs> you know, which is great until 300 guys show up during the spawn and just, yeah. oh, I got that fish six times a day. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know. I saw you. <laughs> but um, my dad would take me. Throughout fishing the park, like, he would always just, hey, let's go. You know, we'll take the yeah. boat out and go. And that boat sat in the garage, and it was a beautiful bass boat. It sat there all the time we go and just, you know, make a day out of it. And mm-hmm. I still, even from fishing the lakes, I'd try and figure out what I was doing and take nitpicks off what he, my dad was doing and try and learn from that. And then um, fast forward to, like, last year, I think. Um, shoot. <laughs> my headphones flying off. <laughs> I, um. I went to Castaic and was fishing stripers up there with a, one of my customers, Dave. Great guy. We had a great time up there. And mm-hmm. my dad called me on the way home. He's like, so you're going to go next Friday? I'm like, are you going to go tomorrow? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we'll take the boat. I'm like, excuse me? You know, like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're, you know, we'll get you insured and everything, get you to go out there and t- just take it, you know, just, you know, take, just keep doing good in school, which was always the yeah. you know, thing, which is important because I yeah. probably would still be living in a trash or I would be living in a trash can. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we just take the boat. And after that, I was like, Oh, it's on, you know, and I fished, shoot, I fished like three or four days a week on those big lakes. Just, and after that, it just tarred. You, you definitely get there and be like, God, what do I do? All this water, you know, what can I do? Yeah. You know, and I have credit a lot of the ocean fishing I did to learning how to take those big lakes into account because you cover water, but there's only certain spots. Yeah. You got to break it down. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Mm -hmm. especially offshore fishing, like there's so much water that you can't, you know, break it down, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's what I started to do. And that's the most important part, but that's to me, big lakes. That was, that's my, the ultimate 
you know, yeah. one of the ultimate way, places to be to catch big fish. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then once you started getting on the big lakes, what made you want to more focus more on the big swim baits? Um, at that point, I was like full bore, like I want to do this and I don't mind not catching fish at that when I, yeah. you know, like that leading up to like taking the boat out and doing those trips. I was, I was very interested in it and had a lot of guys that I was very fortunate to have known during mm-hmm. the time. Um, some dudes that were just had been in it forever that just knew so much. And every time you get to talk to him, you just take as much time because you learn so much, yeah. you know, yeah. like every little thing you just follow them and every little thing they would say, you'd pick up on it, you know? And, um, at that point, like I started to really see those really big fish, like those really, really big fish where you just be like, good God, you know, that's, that's yeah. a giant. <laughs> After seeing those things, especially diamond Valley, man, you go into some spots and you just be like, that is the biggest largemouth bass I've ever seen. You go to the next spot. That's the even bigger largemouth <laughs> bass I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. And you start, you start getting, you know, figuring things out and throwing the baits and mixing it up. And, you know, you, you come the first time you go, you have like 10 rods, Yeah, you yeah. know? Oh, if I can do this, I'll do that. You know, I'll get lazy and do that. Or I can just do this later, you know, and I'm still at that point. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong oh, with it. You it's know? a killer though. I mean, more like, power yeah. to you. I just, God, I can't switch. I get so like, all right, let me do this, you know? And yeah. Switch something up. I'm like, well, but I want to go back and do this and yeah. just talk to the guys that I fish with. Oh my God. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nightmare on the boat. I'm like I got to change move. I got to change the bait out of the way. Get off the raw yeah. lock. Hang on. Keep all my stuff in one locker. It's like, hey, move, move, move. Like, joke, joke out of the way. I got to change. This isn't working, you know? But, um, uh, yeah, it, I just started to see those big fish and you see the guys posting the big ones too, yeah. you know, like you yeah. got all the big names are catching big fish. I'm like, man, I want to catch fish like that. You know, I yeah. have the tools to do it, you know, granted it's expensive and you oh, know, you're telling but, me, right. Yeah, I'm very two, fortunate. Two deep already I'm losing. very fortunate to have had it just sitting in the garage and had, you know, I had obviously had to work school wise towards it. And yeah. If you don't know me, you know, I hate it and can't <laughs> stand school in the life of me. <laughs> You know, you can call that whatever you want, but I just, yeah. I hated it, but I have to like, okay, this is worth it. You know, I'm getting, I'm going to get somewhere, I guess someday. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I'm very fortunate to have that. I mean, even though it's expensive to take out, it was so worth it. Every time you go, you learn something new every single time, you know? Um, but yeah, that's pretty much where that all came from. So you you started fishing big swim baits. Now, when did you catch your PB? Swim oh, bait fish. I caught that as at the at the park lakes, my Not biggest really? fish so far has still been at the park lakes. No way! You know it's you just blew it. Up. Everyone's gonna hate you now. You just said where you caught oh, it. Oh god! Good luck. Good luck finding <laughs> those fish. Are we gonna Are we gonna do some beeping on this episode or no? Sure. If the bucket brigade didn't find them already, <laughs> good luck. That's the sad part. Is those fish are gone. Those fish are gone. Most of those fish are just. How big gone. was that fish you caught? Um, just shy. Of, it was ten, ten something. Just ten. That I have a local lake, man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that was, huge. It was so funny. When I caught that fish, this is the only thing I've never talked about. I weighed it, and it was like 10-2. And I knew no one would believe me, and I didn't take pictures of the scale, so I was like, oh, nine. Nine. It was nine. It was nine. You know? And I'll probably yeah. get shit for this later, but whatever. I, I could care less. It's yeah. years since that happened. But yeah, that was, that was hilarious. But... It was funny because the day it happened, 
I had been watching this group of fish for like a week, uh-huh. and they had just put trout in. There's a group about five or six, and in a park like you can do this. Still, they still wolf pack. They do this. Kind yeah. Of yeah, it was five or six fish that was just going the same stupid area, and you'd be like, "Why in the hell are they here?" Yeah, I started to notice that these trout would get caught in this cove, and they couldn't go anywhere. It'd be like an inch and a half of water, and so they'd get stuck in there and just panic circles. And these fish would stay on the outside. As soon as one would break away, it'd be dead. You know. Finally, I had the day that I and I got really into watching the temperature, like yeah. bar- barometric mm-hmm. pressure, which is so important. With, I think with big fish fishing, at least in my opinion, what I've learned. And I had the, finally the perfect day, and I had school. So when you're looking at the pressure, what are you looking for? Um, it's that dropping. Uh, I mean, so if you see a big drop, that's a good time to while finish. it's dropping. Well, it's dropping. Yeah, because that pressure. I mean, the way my so the barometric would, pressure you want to be lower than it is higher. Typically, yeah. Okay. And I'm still learning that, so it mm-hmm. sounds so stupid. But honestly, I like to... F- storms. Storm fronts, it, my favorite time to go fishing. Yeah. So I guess storm fronts, whatever that translates Lots to, yada, 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 you know. Yeah. Okay. The, the cloudy days, I, I hate fishing. Well, obviously, I'm lazy. I hate being in the sun all day. It's boring. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I've caught fish those days, though. You yeah. Know? But it's... Uh, my, you know, my dad put it with storm fronts, get out and fish. And that day happened to be a school day. So I was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what these fish were going to do. I knew no. They closed the lake when it rained, too. Yeah. They wouldn't let anybody in because the muddy would get really bad. Yeah. I go, oh, God. You know. Well, no one's going to be there. I was like, okay, whatever. And my buddy was going to fish the same day at another park. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go check it out after class. And I booked it. Oh, I don't remember how I got home that day. I wasn't <laughs> driving. I was like, oh, shit. How did I get home? Weird, yeah. weird thought. <laughs> I ended up, I just remember ending up at the lake. And getting back on that spot and throwing my first cast across the cove and seeing the trout and the fish doing what they were doing. I didn't No, I didn't see the fish or the bass mm-hmm. right away. I was like, oh, yeah. where, the, where are the bass at? You know, what the hell? It started pouring. Like, I'm talking pouring rain. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is going to be awful. And I'm there and I started to see some activity. The trout started to get real. Like, they, this trout are dumber than rocks, <laughs> for one. The raindrops, like, ooh, ooh they're eating the raindrops. I'm like, okay, this is, they're feeding i guess you know yeah and he's fished this it's hard to see these fish come by and, and cruise up and get all excited and and uh i saw the first group the the, the, the same group i was looking at uh-huh. had one really big fish in it like i said that fish and had a couple like fish are like four to six pounds that were sitting in it and i remember throwing my bait out going that was a shit cast and want to get in as fast as i can and this fucking thing swam up like a halibut on its side and inch of water and swallowed it I don't have any long. Oh, it was a long battle. It was a huge fight. This stupid yeah. thing swam onto the bank. Oh man! He swam dude. straight up and beached himself with the bait in his mouth. I'm like, well, that was a like lot a, easier like than a I fucking was. orca. Yeah, I was like, that was a lot easier than I expected. I'm like, I don't have this. Oh, I fought it for five minutes. Tried to bet. No, this stupid thing swam up onto the shoreline and said, "All right, here I am." I'm like, well, that was awesome. Yeah. So I, I had the picture somewhere. I just. I'm probably on my Instagram someplace. I had this, this, this couple was for some reason walking through the park on a rainy day, I guess. And they yeah. oh, I'll take pictures with me. And I did all that stuff. And well, that's yeah. cool, man. My buddy caught his preview that day too. He got like a seven pounder at another lake yeah, at, at the park down the street. Damn. I was like, dog, what the hell? You know, and <laughs> I was so proud of it. I caught it on my low down custom. I was so stoked. And I said, the big Ben, check it out, dude. Look at this fish, man. I'm so stoked right now. I'm amped. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, Tyler called one, So too. is that a rod company? Logan yeah, he does uh, okay. builds custom rods. Cool. Um, pretty much the only submit rod I'll, I'll fish. And it's, really? it's That's a nice looking rod. You bring that to yeah. you. And it looks I tell really people cool, all man. the time. It's like, you know, you pay a price. Yeah. But the thing about this, dude, 
you get not just the rod, you get the knowledge that comes with it. I, I still even have times where I'll go talk to him and just, yeah. hey, what's going on with this? Or why does this do this on yeah. fishing-wise? And he'll have an answer every time. The dude is... Is he local? Uh, he is in Tustin. In t- oh, Tustin, so it is. Yeah, he used to be really local, but now he's he got a I mean, a, it's workshop. a local company. That's cool. To, yeah. Like, like, we want to support... Right, right. Like, tackle shops. Uh, you know, even, you know... Anyone that builds baits, lures, right, you know, right, right. like that. Yeah, you know, I mean. Yeah, he's, he's, and you talk to anybody who really fishes swim baits, he's, he's known. He, he's a, I'm very fortunate enough to, I mean, personally, I feel very fortunate enough to have him as a, as a good buddy of mine that I can talk to and, yeah. and yeah, ask questions about because, man, dude, he is a gold mine of knowledge yeah. when it comes to, a lot of the stuff that I know now, I wouldn't have been able to put together without his, his input, you know, especially with the rods, man. I mean, Takes a lot to 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 just put one thing on your boat, yeah. One thing in your truck when you're out, and just stick with it. And those rods were the ones that stuck. And I've, you know, over the years, it's just you learn more and more and figure out what you want. And now you got like this perfect quiver of rods that you know just put together so well. And he builds them for everybody. You know? What um the rod you're bringing today? What is that one you usually use a lot? Yeah, this is pretty much my. I call it my soft bait rod, but realistically, it's my anything that weighs more than twelve ounces. I can throw Which is cool. This thing's like it's lighter than a paperclip, but I can throw a half pound bait on it, no problem. And you're you know? using a, a tranks with that? Yeah, this is the tranks fort guys. Like, why well, you fish a four hundred? I'm like, well, because two things: ones I get really one, I get really crazy and want to fish stripers sometimes. Yeah. And two, it's like I like to, I like to have that extra line. Yeah, you know, I like to leave the long line stuff sometimes. And, and what uh, what size line are you using? Braid or twenty five mono straight? Yeah, braid's like honestly to me, it's like your worst nightmare throwing a swim bait. It, it cost me two hundred dollars exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Besides the cost of it, it's also awesome when you make a nice cast and it decides to dig into itself and throws your oh, bait about a half. It puts your bait in the right spot. But typically, it puts your bait in the right spot without it attached to your line. <laughs> or so it's it's like, you got to sit there and pull the bait yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And well, then sinking, sinking. The bait's sinking. Yeah. And then, well, great. I found the tree I was looking for, but my bait's in it, you know? What do you use, Justin? Uh, I use braid. What happened to you? It snapped off. <laughs> <laughs> my case in point. Yeah. It's a, I Don't was get using me like a floating uh, swim bait and... Luckily, it was a floating one, oh, so yeah. I, I was able to get it back. But when it happened, I was just like, "My, I wanted to throw up or something." <laughs> I was like, oh man, there goes. That's great. Up. You know, yeah. I've, I've lost so much gear. It's like I don't give a shit because I, I mean, spending three, four hundred dollars is worth to me catching that one big ass. Yeah, serious. Like I'm a, I'm a terrible fisherman. I'll snap a bait off and go, "All right, whatever." That's what I do. Why'd yeah. you leave that, bro? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm spoiled. I'll go get another one at the shop tomorrow or something. I'll spend another three hundred bucks. I know a big deal. Does that make you want to fish mono and different stuff? Or you just I like the stretch. Uh, well, it's funny you say that. For so all ocean fishing, like spotties and stuff, mm-hmm. I fish straight braid to a leader mostly. Yeah, that's usually um, how I do too. But what I've learned over the years and with the guys that I've talked to, the dudes that fish, I like. I, it's, it's so. It's honestly the stupid. It's not stupid. It's like the biggest fatty thing in the last few years. Throwing a surface iron. <laughs> but honestly, that's like my one of my favorite ways to fish. It's like it's like it's kind of like swimbait fishing. You have to really put your time in with it and actually learn to cast. Yeah. You know? And that was where I took mono and was like, okay, this is makes a lot more sense because I tried throwing it with braid and maybe yeah. like either. 
throw the setup off the boat or you, you know, like something goes wrong or you just yeah. have a, I lost so many good jigs throughout the years. It's like, yeah. oh, stupid braid, you know, and <laughs> started to fish mono and like mono that stretch is so forgiving. And granted, you know, you, you definitely lose the line capacity, but yeah, for that kind of stuff where you have to have a stretch, which it comes into play with throwing a swim bait too, because you're throwing such a heavy bait yeah, and you're throwing it so hard. Whereas you're throwing surface iron, which isn't as heavy, but it's, you're definitely whipping it hard. On a long rod, it's like things can go wrong. And when things go wrong, the stretch helps, you know. And so when you, what kind of a mono are you using? Give a special Agile time. Triple X exclusively. There you go. <laughs> we, we, we only roll the best here. Triple X. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> careful. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> so, Rated R. <laughs> oh, God. I just rolled my dick myself. <laughs> so today you also bring some bait and uh, you kind of are part of a, a awesome bait company so let's talk about that a little oh the dfts there you go you know this was a funny one because um the guy who was building who built these was so into building hard baits for the longest time and i was like okay your garbage are great but i'm tired i i just can't catch i i don't like hard baits can we do something different <laughs> like a lunker plunker or something yeah that yeah. kind of stuff and and i mean those walking hard baits are great and all that stuff but i mean god to me like nothing's better than looking down the fish's throat and seeing the bait yeah. folded up into a million pieces yeah. which is great <laughs> and it sticks i think it looks a little more lifelike mm-hmm. um but um yeah this bait came from like looking at for one when this uh you know i don't care the stupid bait smith magnum when that thing got big which i don't know how people get them, but yeah. they get them. And you got me, you got me all screwed up. If you think I'm going to pay $130 for a soft bait. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically a, a, a soft bait with a kicking tail. You know, uh-huh. it's like, it's, it's not as for a glide bait and stuff like that's different, but for a legit soft bait that I can buy it in a tackle shop, I'm not paying $138. Yeah. So we decided to sit down and go, okay, what can we do to make a bait like that? Because mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's doing it. But at that point, like everyone's got a you know specific design or soft bait that they're going after. Yeah. Let's, let's not going after, but making. Uh-huh. Let's make one like it too. So we went to the drawing board for a long time and put a lot of different things together. And man, we had some, we had some some baits that we put together that we threw, and it was just so disgustingly bad swimming that you'd sit there and just start laughing. And I'm talking, you'd like be on the on your knees just gasping for air going what the hell did we make like what is... and i guess like I, I had no i didn't build anything i have absolutely no like buildable talent artistically <laughs> so it's like i can draw it like oh look you know yeah what's that but this guy just he is a craftsman he knows how to he, he's put so much time into it and the uh-huh. way he builds bases so so just it's incredible he's a craftsman in his, in his art but um we we, we would just we went through so many prototypes and so many just like, oh, my God, what did we do, you know, to get to this point? And, and you know, this bait really does. It, it It's a soft bait. It's your typical vortex tail bait. Yeah. You know, not quite a vortex tail, but your typical, you know, slow moving soft bait. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, it, it kind of bridged the gap for me between a Huddleston and a Batesmith uh-huh. um, just because it was. The Huddlestons, we couldn't. We, I mean, we had, we carried them. They're great bait, great yeah, bait. A yeah. lot of, a lot of talent. A lot of guys fish them. You know, the guys got a lot of stuff going for them. Made a great bait. Getting them was tough for us at the shop, though. Keeping them in stock was difficult because getting them to come back around was a very hard task. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was like, well, I need it now. I don't want to wait. <laughs> I, I'm fishing tomorrow. You yeah. Know, let's do this. And 
So we put this kind of stuff together and kind of came up with our own tail design and that kind of stuff and went from there. And, and, uh, man, the first day I took this thing out, I was like, so, and you can see all the chew marks. This thing has nothing yeah, man. Left of it. You know, it's just, it's destroyed bait wise. Super, but, super um, crazy, man. We threw I threw it and I was like, wow, this is the action. This is the sink rate I like. And this is the sink rate that I've been taught works and the action that I've been taught works. And we just started catching fish. The first day I brought it out, I think I got like three fish on it. I was like, holy Damn. crap, you know? And that was a, that was with a buddy on the boat throwing a Huddleston or throwing a Batesman. Like, this is a little different. You yeah. Know? Is Now, what, what makes it a little different on the design-wise? Well, the thing that, to me, makes it... It doesn't make it different from the the Batesmith in a way, uh, in this level, but mm-hmm. is the size. Because yeah. now you're looking at a soft bait that's nine and a half inches, which... A nine and a half inch bait, you're nuts if you're not getting, you know, if you're not finding them for a hundred bucks. And not a lot of no, guys yeah. have a nine inch bait like this that does, you know, that, that, that makes up that profile that you can get. Mm-hmm. So our big goal was to make it affordable and easy to get, you okay. know, and this thing's, like I said, it's in a couple tackle shops and it, it definitely sells. Um, whereas you go online and try to find those other baits and it's just so hard to find. I mean, granted they're great. They they've, a lot of big fish have been caught on them. They're absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. It's just to me, being the kind of person I am, I want it now. I want the bait in my hands. I want to be able to fish it. I hate waiting. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it now. So now it's like, you know, go to the local shop and grab one, you know. Yeah. You know. So um, what where do they they stock the uh, bait at what local tackle shop? Um so far and we wanted to, you know, just to keep it within a few guys, just because, you know, it's, it's unfortunately when you're in the fishing industry, you make a lot of friends everywhere. Yeah. So in order to make it kind of like a, a fair kind of thing, we have them at a uh, fisherman's access in Brea uh-huh. um, performance tackle in Los Alamitos mm-hmm. and uh, save on tackle in cool. uh, Santa Fe Springs. Awesome. And all great guys all do a hell of a job pushing this bait. Um, it's, it's just, it's amazing to see where this came from, honestly. Cause it was like literally like a thought of like, I need this now let's do this to like, wow, we, you know, people actually want this you know so that was pretty exciting and all those guys like i said they push it you know they all have pretty much all the colors we yeah can, you know and uh you came out with they came out with a new prototype looking a jointed one a soft glide bait that looked yeah. pretty gnarly that man, when thing, i saw it yeah i was really skeptical for a long time because i was thinking wow <laughs> right this is going to be interesting. Yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around the design, but or the, the uh, I couldn't wrap my head around the, um, the process. Well, actually the bait's available. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, is it really available? Or is yeah, it it's at, uh, shoot, performance. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was scary. The first shipment sold out right away. We're like, Oh God. Yeah. You know? And so like I, the guys are waiting for them. Like they're coming. We're almost done with yeah. another batch. But it was like, Oh my God. Like I was too fast. But um, uh, that thing I was skeptical of. I was really not sure about it. I was like, okay, a glide bait. Everyone has glide baits. What's going to make this difference? Sure enough, the soft design, basically the same material we used for the soft bait, mm-hmm. we put into that glide bait, and the first prototypes were awful. It was well, it was hilarious. <laughs> you throw it out. Okay, this one spins. This one doesn't do what we want to do. We finally had, after a little more tweaking and going through and just. Man, this guy put so much time into this bait. It was like literally a year of like, damn it, that doesn't work. Damn it, that doesn't work. Oh, it looks okay, but damn it, that doesn't really work. Putting that together and making such an awesome, you know, and it came out 
the first time I threw it, I was like, oh my God, I don't have to have a Depths 250 anymore. <laughs> like this bait literally does what oh, the Depths man. does. You can, and the guys go, what do you mean? Well, you can fish it fast. Yeah. You can fish it belligerently fast, stupid fast, which some guys like to do. You can fish it slow. You can twitch it. You doesn't do the stupid stuff that, you know, some baits do where they roll around and, you know, yeah, it's weighted, a hard right? One. And now I was like, oh, wow. You're like, wow, this is actually, you know, not that it wasn't going to be viable, but this is really useful for what I want to do. You know, what I do, yeah. how I fish, it's really useful. And a lot of guys, you know, the striper guys, you're, you're fast-paced, large-mouth guy. It's a great bait to have, mm-hmm. you know. It's just, it's going to be interesting seeing how this goes through. I mean, it's it's it swims great. It's dirt. I hooked up to my truck and couldn't break it. <laughs> I was like, damn it, you know. Which is amazing with this soft bait that's jointed. What what's amazing about it? That's amazing that it's jointed and that you're able to, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, jointed yeah, yeah. Bait, and that's, that was that's... funny too. We went through so many like, oh that broke. Different oh, ideas shit. to do this yeah. off bait joint. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's got to be really hard to figure out. The like, thing that good... we wanted to make out of it was, and guys will argue with me with this for till forever, which mm-hmm. is fine. I'll tell you what catches <laughs> fish and what doesn't. What I've yeah. seen that works is the silence of it, having no sound whatsoever. Yeah. We fish a lot of argumentatively we get some pretty clear lakes around here we do have a lot of yeah. murky water certain time of the year but the clear water here is it's a blessing and a curse sometimes i mean it's not clear like san diego you know and yeah. that kind of stuff but we have clearer water and it, it you know fish don't rattle fish don't yeah. you know fish don't make a hinge sound when they move <laughs> so i mean well at least the fish i've seen don't yeah you know and we just we, we wanted to make it a flash and water displacement mm-hmm. because if you watch what a trout does when it spooks, it doesn't clink and clank and rattle <laughs> it flash and water displacement. And I think to me that is like almost the, not the, maybe the missing link to me, at least in my opinion, because you put those two things together and now you have like an, almost an exact replica of the fish. And now you have the exact replica of the action of the fish and and the movement, which is like, you watch fish all the time that come chase your bait up. Like you said, and go give it that last twitch. And that fish goes, uh, no. Yep. You know, (laughs) this bait, it's like, you don't have that, er, er, or that, you know, it's like, boom, flash. What? Oh, that's real. That, that that fish is like, wait a minute, hang on. You know, which it's, it's, Every day you learn something new about it, but so yeah. far, I mean, the baits that are out now, I mean, it's 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 pretty damn pretty damn impressive, yeah. you know. Definitely, man. To, and I've, I mean, I'm young. You can mark my words on this one. I'm young, but dude, <laughs> I have at least thrown one of every of those weird looking swim baits out there, and it's yeah. and it's like I'm, I guess I'm fortunate to have friends that have access to all this kind of stuff, so I've seen a lot of it, and it's a totally different. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff out there, a lot yeah. of really cool yeah. stuff out there. But this thing to me is like, to me is like, and that's just not bias. And if you know me, I I am. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. An asshole. I am not biased <laughs> at all. I am not biased at all. And, 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 oh, and to man. get a bait and go, wow, not this is shit. You know, it's like, cool. You know, and my uh, my friends will quote me on that because I'm, I'm just why do you hate these things? I'm like, man, it just doesn't do what I want it to do. Yeah, you know, exactly. like it works, but I don't like it. You know, and so this bait was like, wow, this is really something. You yeah. know, this really caught my attention. I was skeptical. I'm like, eh, it's whatever. People are my dad's pushing it. You know, just you know, <laughs> just, I don't just, want to throw it. Yeah. You know, whatever. We argue. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> this is really something. I never doubted the guy. The guy's made so many amazing baits for me in the past. It's yeah. Like, Never does his him. company also do hard baits too? Uh, he does, but this has just been such a big. The soft bait is just you been guys are such focused a more just focus, on the soft you know? bait, yeah. just to get it out. I mean, it's it's hard. It, it you can't keep them. It's just it's hard to because I got guys that hit me up on on the online and like you know how do I get this? How do I do that? Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I'm out of state. I'm like, well, you know, here's what we can do. Here's you can call. Did, but, does he do custom orders too? Like if someone wanted to come and. So you uh, order a, a couple of them. Oh, them. I can't. I have to like twisting an arm to get him to do a custom thing for me. So <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Man, that, or I mean, a, even just to go like, hey, I want to order five of them from you or four. Oh of yeah, them. that's, He'll that's do them. how it. Okay, yeah. yeah. But so it's is like, a, is there a website they can go to? People can go. Um, to? the Instagram Trophy Bass Baits. Uh-huh. Um, that's your best option to okay. go through and talk about. But I mean, our shops carry it all. Great. Yeah. Um, we try to divert most of our business towards the shops. Just okay. because, I mean, well, Support not just because I work there, but it's like, you know, it, it, helps. it helps. We have a lot of friends there. And it's yeah. like, honestly, you want to see the small guys get the benefit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm sure if you twisted arms for a minute, he'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to town with him. Like, can you just do this for me? He's like, no, I'm not going to. I'm like, I'll give you my, no, I'm not going to. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Maybe my damn bait. Let me go fishing. You know, <laughs> how do you prefer to rig them? Like. You don't fish the hook <laughs> off the bottom. Um, sometimes with the slower sink. Well, it's funny you say that because when this first bait came out, the thing sank like a piece of paper. It didn't yeah. sink. It like wow. floated, which was like, oh, cool, Park Lakes, you know? <laughs> and then when we, when we started really putting the full design, it got a little heavier, but it still sinks slow. Like it's yeah. like, a, like, a, like a, it still sinks at about three, yeah, not three feet. I don't know how that goes, but it sinks slow. It's slow yeah. enough to to fish for, you know, for a guy to fish on the bottom and to fish uh-huh. on the mid- yeah. higher water column. Um, for those slower baits, I fish the bottom. If I'm fishing fast where I got to cover an area quick, which yeah. you can do with this bait, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the ways I fish it mostly is quicker. I do bottom hooks. Okay. And just because those fish are coming from underneath it so quick or they're coming from behind it yeah. and grabbing it. Um, but if I like just bottom bouncing or for example, this is the carp pattern one and carp don't exactly swim a hundred miles an hour on the surface all day. Yeah. Long. yeah. Um, this is just a slow bouncing around the bottom and they'll come. They, they, I like the top hook rig for that. Yeah. Um, the, the standard butch Brown rig, which, you know, I don't even know if that's copyright anymore, but you know, everyone says it. So why not? So what, um, what, yeah, you can, ex- if you can explain what, what you like to put for hook size, uh, your, your, the wire in between stuff like that. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the two watt <clears throat> owner hooks. Ah, oh, jeez, I hate this part. I can't remember the damn. It's a two watt ST36. I want to say. Okay. I think that's the that's the correct pronunciation. Um, 
And that's just a bigger hook on the head. And sometimes I'll rig them with just one hook on the head. It's okay. just, just like your normal move. Because, I mean, honestly, like I tell people all the time, the trailer hooks are cool and all. But you really, if you're really wanting a big fish, you're just going to waste your time. Yeah. I think. Um, granted, it's my bigger fish I've caught in this. Uh, I have had it rigged trailer hook. Mm-hmm. But I've also had it rigged normal head hook. That big fish you really want, that 10-pounder, that, you know, at this point, you're you're fishing for an 8 to you know, however big of a fish you yeah. want. Yeah. That fish is going to eat it head first or yeah. he's going to, he's going to take, he's going to get that hook. Yeah. If he wants it, he's going to get it. So with the trailer hook, you feel like you hook a lot of smaller fish, like uh, your tail biters, your yeah. fish kind of nip at it. You'll get, I mean, that's fine. A five pounder is not a terrible fish, you know, on a not, day of fishing. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not a bad fish, you know, but I mean, when you're out there, you know, however many days a week and, and you put all this time into it, you want to make sure that big fish counts. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make sure. I mean, not having the, the back hook doesn't always make a problem for those bigger fish to eat it. But I believe that sometimes they, they kind of just shy away from all that hardware. Yeah. Um, although I, I say that yet all my a lot of the baits I brought here today are all rigged with the double hook. But that's just because the way I fish them is quick. I yeah. do a lot of faster fishing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the tried and true one hook on the top and I, it's cool. This bait comes with a little split ring holder on the top, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you don't have to rig with all, worry about all the wire. All it is pop. It's like a hard bait, pop a split ring on. You're good to go. Yeah. You know, clip the hook, put it in the bait and you're good to go. Um, use a smaller split ring in the back for the back. Cover. I did a crimp on this one just cause mm-hmm. the split ring was a little too much shine. And that's like I said, I don't like all that hardware if I can help it. Yeah. I used to do all sorts of weird, crazy stuff, man, with swivels <laughs> and all that garbage. And it worked. Yeah. But I mean, after a while it's like, man, why am I putting all this time in this stupid thing? <laughs> um, but yeah, I crimped it with, I think I'm using like stupid 130 pound wire on this. <laughs> you ain't going to lose it, right? Yeah. Well, it's not that it's the losing part. It's like, I don't like to, I'm lazy. I'm very <laughs> lazy, and you'll learn that. I'm very. When it comes down to having to change my wire out, I'm like, I don't want to do that all yeah. day. I want to have my bait. You know, like I fish the heavier lines. Like I don't want to have to retie. Yeah. I mean, granted, every fish you should, which is I do that typically for largemouth, retie every time. But it's like, man, I don't want to have to change that, or, or I just want it to be set in stone. And you know, it it comes back to just thinking about if the fish is going to eat, he's mm-hmm. going to eat. Yeah, he's not going to just. Oh, I'm hungry, but you know, <laughs> yeah. If yeah. It's like anybody. If you want a cheeseburger, you're gonna get a cheeseburger. You're going, you know, you're going any way means possible. You're gonna go get that cheeseburger. Yeah. You know. So I tell guys like, oh, but I hook them on that or I hook them on this. Like, yeah, you will. You'll catch a fish. It's hungry. Yeah. You know. But sometimes that little extra oomph or that little extra less on a bait mm-hmm. is important to me. Definitely. You know, certain situations it just calls for a different, you know, different rigging, different action. And I have them all rigged differently on the boat. Typically, it's just it just depends what's going on. And you're always just usually going out with the swim bait, or you just throw jerk bait sometimes. Will you, will um, you change it up? Yeah, there was some scary footage of me jerk bait fishing <laughs> with uh, Joe Gate performance. That was, a, that was an interesting one. But um, typically, yeah, and it's sickening. It's boring. You don't catch a lot of fish. But honestly, like. You're looking for the big fish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have been fishing as long as I can remember. And it's like, okay, I like catching those one pounders. Those two. I love catching fish. It's fun. It's a yeah. great time. We all essentially you're fishing. To catch yeah. Fish. yeah. But it's like, all right, I don't have as much time to do it now. And I've caught those fish. So I want to just put my time towards catching the big fish if I can help it. And yeah, if I take people out a lot, like if I take my friends who don't fish as much, I'll bring other stuff. Just so yeah. like, hey, we've got a fish in the boat, you know, yeah. and do that. But, um, 
Mostly, yeah, I'm just rolling out there with two rods or three rods. One rod Makes with sense. a soft bait, one rod with a glide bait, and one rod with something stupid gigantic. Just to, <laughs> I, You know, it's important because you can fish an area all day long, but if you don't see a fish, it's like, why the yeah. hell am I doing this? Yeah. So yeah. I like to bring the, like a giant, giant bait just to pull fish out. Yeah. I mean, it's it's huge in Japan right now. The surge bait thing is like, they call it a surge bait. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's huge in Japan. It's so they throw a humongous. Like, just gigantic. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were fucking around with those things. Oh, no, dog. That's that's, that's the real deal. <laughs> I know? see it on Instagram. I'm like, yeah. why the fuck are you throwing that, really? <laughs> well, that's why I'm so fortunate to know Ben, and he explained that to me. I, was, I, I came to him. He showed me a magazine, and I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing with this thing? Oh, no, it's a technique. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Man, we're crazy on the West Coast, but that's stupid. Yeah. You know? No, it makes sense. You know, you throw a bit. I mean, some of them are like way too big, but the ones, uh, the ones where you throw a giant bait over an area just to pull. And fish are curious. You yeah. honestly, you prey off their curiosity. If we're gonna be yeah. real here, you know, and they're like, ooh, you know, curiosity <laughs> killed the cat. Curiosity caught the bass. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So they're they're like, well, wow. it's like it's like it's it, they're. I don't know what goes through their mind. Sometimes I think I do, but I don't. But it's they're just like, oh. What's yeah. that? You know, this is interesting. It draws them out of their their area. Yeah. You know, they get so tight to a position where they don't move, and you you throw your ten inch bait over, and they're like, eh, "Oh look, <laughs> yeah." I've seen that three or four times already this week. You throw something gigantic, they're like, "Wait a minute, I can't eat that, but I want to see what it is." You know, yeah. oh, so once you throw it. your search search bait out, will you throw back right yeah. on top of it? Typically, yeah, okay. I'll throw it over an area and textbook. You see a big fish, you give it a minute, throw back over, and it's it's. It's work. Uh, I I thought it was so stupid. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, I was like, get to see fish all day. But I don't get to catch a damn thing. But no, I, I've had trips where I've been out and done it. Um, like fishing up, you know, over there and doing that stuff with Joe for a while. We got so into like, okay, we got to find the fish one day and come back the next day and do it. Mm-hmm. And we had it to where we had storm fronts come in and we'd fish two days before. And we, f- I would, poor Joe had to work. I was lazy. <laughs> I would spend my money and go fishing. <laughs> um, I would go three days up leading up to a storm front and he would wow. go with me and we would fish and we'd see the fish. You you go over a certain point and you, okay, the fish are here. Yeah. They're aggressive. They're moving. They're not aggressive. No, okay. They're not aggressive yet. Like I say, like you'll see the bigger fish, mm-hmm. like the pack come up and just kind of follow a glide bait or soft bait and get real yeah. interested. And then the next day you go and they kind of get a little like you at building up to the storm front. And especially at those lakes, you notice the storm front, you see the clouds mile away yeah. mm-hmm. and um, you'll feel the air pressure change too, which is really funky. But um, you'll start to notice, okay, they're getting a little closer. Like, oh, they, they kind of, you start seeing bigger fish underneath the smaller fish. Like, oh, yeah. wow, okay, like there's a 10 underneath that five pounder, you know? Yeah. And then finally, like, like this all comes in one big story. I was out and did this for two days, and Joe watched it. We had three or four fish that were just hot on the slide swimmer. We got bit every time, and we could not land these stupid things. Damn. They would just nip it. Yeah. And they would be, and they'd hit it so hard, and then they'd hit it so soft. Like he had one on that was swimming away with the bait, and he's like, "Oh, I had a fish on." I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't even see. Like, we didn't even know he had a fish on. Oh, or I'd have fish eat the bait swimming towards the boat, and they'd swim past the boat. He'd be like, "Oh, that was my, that was my bait," you know. Oh shit! And it led up to it. We fished it. He couldn't go the next day. I was like, "Okay, this is fine. I'll go check it out." And I went up there. The fish were doing the same thing, just a little more aggressive though. You start to notice the trout were leaving the area, and the yeah. fish would get a little more like hot on stuff. Yeah. And then I went back during, like, I'm not going to say the conditions because it'll give it away. No. Okay, but I was no, out there no in some pretty gnarly conditions. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, they, they they told me not to launch. I'm like, ah, eh, screw you guys. I'm going. The lake told you yeah, not to like, launch? don't go. I mean, you could go, but we're going to have to get you at some point. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and I got up there and I was like, 
Oh man, <laughs> get into the lawn trap. There's no cars in the, this giant parking lot. I'm like, oh boy. Is this early in the morning, too, when you got there? No, I know. That's a funny thing, too. I don't like to fish early in the morning. (laughs) Wow, that's a big change. Here's the thing, dude. Bass are like people. You have to eat at least once. Yeah. Or at least, well, well, maybe take that back. They're going to eat more than once a day. Yeah. Yeah. You can come at me with the early morning night bite. Yeah, great. But they got to eat more than once. Yeah. It's like... it, it, the window might be smaller. The conditions might be a little different. It might be harder to notice, but they got to eat more than once. Yeah. You know? and, and to me, if I can get rid of the stress of leaving at four o'clock in the freaking morning, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If I can sleep, cause I'm a night owl. I like to fish at <laughs> night and go out and do stuff. It's like, if I don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn, like I'm good to go. I mean, granted, okay, you want to leave early, whatever we'll yeah. do. You got stuff. I got stuff going on the day. Fine. But luckily for me, I'm don't really do much. <laughs> so it's, you know, yeah, everybody's around at night, so why you know? And yeah. So it's like okay, I'm just gonna go and mosey home whenever I mosey home. You yeah. know, I'll get up there, eat on the way up, and yeah. I, if you know me, dude, have to eat when I get. The only <laughs> guy I'll tell you this is Nick Aaron. If you ever have him on this show, that man will tell you I eat more food than the average person fishing. It's awful. <laughs> the question is, it. is do you eat before you go fishing? I do. I try to. What I happens eat? if you gotta do number two? <laughs> That's my. At question. that point, you're so depending styled. You're so the, like. Oh depending my God. on the lake, man. Sometimes I go. I'm not eating before I fucking fish. You're crazy. I got very. Oh, that's a weird. One. You got the wet, you got a bucket with some water in there. Or no, what? dog. It's it's it's. You get out there and you're zoned in. The time you get the dock, you're like, oh god, you know, like, oh, I fucked up, you know. But it, it's like, I don't know. It it almost makes it feel more comfortable being. I don't know. Full, full belly. I guess so. Yeah. Can't tell you the time I've been out there and just be like, I'm so hungry, but I'm so fired up. I want to catch fish, you know? But he'll tell you, we, I used to drag him off the lake back. We got to go eat something. I'm hungry, <laughs> you know? And that, that guy fishes hard as can be, dude. Oh my God. He's, um, he's, uh, one of the lateral vision guys, which is yeah, great, dude. It's so much fun to fish with him too. He, he's a, he's a hoot, man, but it's so funny. <laughs> we, he gets so fired up. And I'm like, I just want to eat something. Like, no, we're here at this time. We got to get this bite. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a, I'm a lazy. I, I get up there, and when I'm there, it's I'm, I'm there. It's either gonna make it happen, or I skunk and find out that I got to be here earlier. And so far, so good. I haven't really had to, to rearrange a schedule to. And I started leaving early when I first went. It was like oh, I gotta leave early. Then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Nine o'clock. Uh, 11 perfect damn <laughs> yeah you know and, and then you started to notice especially at the lakes i was fishing all my big fish came at 11 o'clock to one it was yeah. like you, you, really you, it's just the small window opportunity and even be 11 o'clock till like 11 15 so are you maybe even a bigger condition guy than you are at time i think i think so yeah. condition okay. and you know it's i'm very fortunate to have the amount of time i have now to fish which i'm sure i won't have that forever yeah good god but <laughs> you know it's it's like what i have now it's like i can pretty much get up there and do what I want to do and, and, and spend as much time as I want on it. And dude, I've been up there and been there for an hour and gone home. I'm like, yeah. whatever. Try this. Yeah. Granted, you say, Oh, it's a waste. It is. It is a waste, but it's like, dude, if you get up there and you don't see the conditions you want, why would you spend all that energy to go and, you know, it's like, you can make them try and make Especially them. Bite if you're longer. not fishing smaller baits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you know, they're not going to bite. Oh, it's demoralizing as hell, dude. You get up there and it's <laughs> like, God, I've done it two two days in a row at Diamond or two two weeks in a row at Diamond Valley. Yeah, it's like it's it's man. bad. Diamond Valley especially, dude. It's yeah. like, well, there's six guys catching fish on drop shot, but I don't have a drop shot rod with me. Yeah, it's like, oh great, you know. 
And kudos to the guys that can do it, man. I, I my dad's one of those guys who drop shot fishes, and I can't figure out for the life, man, I catch a damn fish doing that. It's it's uh, yeah. that's the only bad go to, but. It's so boring. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you know, I'm not catching a fish, sure, it's cool to catch a fish, but. And it's funny, too, you, you say that it's boring. I mean, if I had a really badass fish finder, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's fish deep. But, dude, yeah. I, I don't even, I forget I have it and don't even run it yeah. most yeah. of the time. It's like, honestly, my fish are going to be in this area. They're going to be doing this. They're going to be doing that. It's yeah. like, you you need to, I mean, I have my little spots marked on, like, I have a like the Navionics app on my phone, I'll go over with a fish finder and area and mark little zones. Yeah. But it's like, besides that, I mean, to look if the fish are there, it's like, you're either going to find out or you're not. You're either going to throw a cast over and see a fish or you're not going to see a fish. And yeah. if you don't see a fish, plan B, mm-hmm. you know, move around. But it's like looking at a fish on a fish finder, like, great, you found them, but if they're eating, what's the point? You know, yeah. to me, it's like, if they're eating, it's, it's you know, and granted, you use a lot of arguments on that. And there's a lot of different opinions on that, which are all great. They all make a lot of sense. But to me, it's like, I, aside from looking at my graph all day, and I'd much rather worry about water temp, mm-hmm. um, condition, and, I mean, bait. Bait in the yeah. area. Yeah. Thankfully, what I'm fishing for, it's the bait's pretty damn easy to find. It's a stupid <laughs> torpedo-looking thing that eats anything shiny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one. I'll bring a trout rod. I'll yeah. bring a trout rod. Not to fish trout. People think, oh, you have a trout rod. Like, no, nah, dude, I'm too lazy. First of all, the big fish don't even eat the live trout, for one. <laughs> um, I, I, it, it's, it's, such a, it's such a joke with that. Oh, you, live trout, bro. Like, dude, you know, when I was young, we did it, and you could not get a fish over eight to eat one. It was like, this yeah. is boring. I mean, I've, yeah, great. You get to watch a four-pounder eat it. Cool. Yeah. You learned a lot. You learned a lot of how a fish eats a bait, which is pretty cool. But yeah. besides that, it's like, yeah, I'm too lazy. But yeah, I, I mean, shoot, when I get bored, I catch trout all the time. It's fun as hell. Except for the trout rod and go, yeah, you know. And, light, nice you light know, rod. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it helps you find the, lo- it, dude, you locate the bass that way too. Honestly, yeah. if you're in an area with a hot fish, you'll catch a trout. They'll be on it. They'll be like, ooh, they'll yeah. check it out. They know what's going on. They're like sharks at, at you know, sharks at Guadalupe. <laughs> yeah. They're on the tuna wherever you're at, you know. <laughs> but um, that's pretty, that's another important thing is finding the bait fish. And like I said, it's very great that our bait fish that we're looking for for these giant fish is very easy to see yeah you know whether it be carp bluegill or or, mm-hmm. or trout you know or baby bass you know yeah it's pretty interesting how that works definitely definitely well how about how long you've been launching the boat for on your own oh uh, that's about two years now so you gotta have a rookie mess up uh I'm sorry, are you that good are you that good you never messed up with the no, boat no i've probably uh, I had a buddy almost dumped the truck one time. <laughs> oh, that was okay though. I felt so bad for him. He was he. I he's one of my he, he's he's one of my buddies from high school or not high school. Like we, I've known him forever. He's a great. He's where I'm going to go fish later. And actually. he fishes with you. Yeah, he, okay. he's one of my buddies who comes out and, mm-hmm. and he's just he he's he's getting in the groove of it of uh-huh. the swim bait game and, and and the whole. I mean, game. I hate saying that, but <laughs> he's getting in the groove of that whole like it's it's really not it's a big fish mentality he's yeah. really getting into the game of that big fish mentality where he'll put the stuff down and do the other stuff which is dude the kids started from throwing flukes and like like they got me back into the bite that i hadn't fished for years yeah. i got over he's like come on dude they're biting i'm like all right whatever so i'm like oh shit they're biting mm-hmm. but he'll put that stuff away and just religiously throw it it's it's so rad to see um kyle he's, he's a good kid cool. he's a really cool kid but um yeah, we had a tough time. It was okay. I felt so bad for him. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, it's all good. I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, I can all go downhill so fast, you know? <laughs> but um, I think the only 
thing. Oh, I've been okay. I guess been turned away from lakes like four or five times. Wet boat. What? Wet boat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just went one. last last week to Diamond Valley. I went the week before. They love that move. Do you I, have any ice in your ice chest? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? I don't do it now. I don't because oh, I have in the front. I have a live well, yeah. the ice one. I went and I had the the. Usually, if I go to the salt, I jack my boat up high, really high. Right, right, right. So I get all the water to come back yeah. to the back, yeah. vacuum it out. Didn't do it. Didn't get a tag from the week before. Mm-hmm. I get to Diamond Valley and the fucking whole back and ass is filled with water. Oh, like, it's awesome when they go. Oh, I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. I fucking got a two, like three or four shirts, soaked it up, <laughs> shoved a shirt under the fucking bilge pump, like a little piece of the shirt, so the water wouldn't keep coming. So when yeah. they open it up, they see no water. I'm like, cool. <laughs> My dad was smart. Growing up, he it was always dry. I never asked him why. I didn't care and didn't really yeah. know why until finally I took it out and went, oh, fuck, I forgot I have to get this shit checked out and stuff. Yeah. And I remember driving to like Skinner and going and stopping like 34 times the whole drive going, fuck, is it wet? And like stopping on hills <laughs> and shit back there and going, oh, my God, like oh, we're not going to pass. Uh, you get there and you're like, you just, dude, I want to see you roll up to the ramp going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you did know? they put you in the computer too, right? Yeah. So you can't go to. Did you try times. doing that? Going to another uh, lake? Yeah. They Didn't work, huh? If this doesn't go online, they got me on that one a couple of times. <laughs> no, that that definitely. I, I thought about it and I, I thought, okay, do I have salt stuff? Can I go to fucking San Diego? You know? Oh, you know, yeah, that was a tough one. I thought you could do that. I thought you could get away with it. And I thought a long time. In fact, I'm like, oh, just go show up to the lake tomorrow. <laughs> They do. They got me to the point. You're ready to go. Kind of 18 bucks. Give them a 20 to come back. Yeah. Your boat's in the system for <sighs> seven like, days. Oh, you guys, you know, it'd be a good day too. Like Kyle was with me two times. We got thrown, drove out, driven away. Like you, God damn it. You know, like you just be kicking yourself the whole way home and then you'd make it worse. And just go back to the lake that lets you in and go ruin it again, you know? And, and God, that sucked. That was probably the worst I think I've done. No, um, definitely. Haven't launched a boat without the plug yet. Haven't launched a boat with the straps on yet. Haven't <laughs> done that. I, he, oh, my my friends, uh, his dad has had a brand new Ranger, and he when I when we were growing up, and uh, I never really fished on it, but I'd seen it. It's a beautiful boat, Z twenty, be- oh, gorgeous boat. Mm-hmm. Didn't really fish a lot, and then t- he finally got allowed to take it out. And I think the first time he took it out, they launched it with the the. The tr- the um the engine thing on it the little uh the what do you call Transom it transom saver I get yeah that holds the engine yeah up. yeah yeah and he goes why can't I trim the motor oh. down he's like oh Jesus the thing's still on it you know and up at Castaic and that wind he's like oh Jesus but no I'm very fortunate I've not done that yet I'm not sure how I haven't done that yet but I haven't uh, haven't you know I've definitely oh you know what no I. I do have, I do. Joel called me on this. I've like almost lost the Troy motor like three times. Hating stuff? No, just, just coming off the unbutton from the bow and trying to jump off the boat. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know how. I, I When I started fishing, I never, uh, I started to fish like, in the wind and stuff like that. And it was like, start to notice it would jolt. It gets stuck. I'm like, oh, God. One day, I think me and Joe took a cast into this cove. And stuck his slides over on a tree like instant. I threw a cast on the same cove and stuck the same tree next to him. <laughs> so we're like, great. The wind's blowing like 30 miles an hour. I'm like, this is going to be interesting. I hit a tree and bent that thing back so fast. I'm like, oh, God, we're in trouble. You know? And the wind's blowing you into the bank. So the outboard's up on the shoreline. I'm like, this is really awesome. You know, we got to yeah. fix the trolling motor. And we got to get out of this. And, yeah. you know, and 
thankfully got out of it, but I, I got stupid and I broke one of the, the, the metal frame pieces that was attached to the mount. Mm-hmm. I went out the next day. I pull out of the garage the next day. I'm like, hmm, that looks bad. No, it's okay. <laughs> went out and damn near lost the, almost lost the whole fucking mount damn. in the wind. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Floating into the shoreline. I'm like, I can't do anything. So I beached. Beached the boat. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, I got nothing else to do. Might as well fish from shore. Yeah. <laughs> so I got this thing on the boat. I forgot. I didn't take into effect that when the wind blows, it spins the boat. So it spun it all the way sideways onto the beach. Oh, so I'm like, getting that off if you're listening like, to this, Dad, everything's fine. I took care of it. it just, <laughs> just so you know, everything is great. Oh, I've fished it ever since. Yeah, it spun the boat onto the shoreline. I think of it was sand. I'm like, okay, cool. How am I getting out of this one? I'm like, don't have a paddle. Um, I could push, but I don't want to get in the water. Uh, so I just started, I turned the outboard on, trimmed it up super high, and just slowly but surely got myself out of that one. And yeah. then I, back, I was so pissed. I've been there for like 20 minutes, already <laughs> seen a giant. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I guess I got to drive back. I asked, can I just leave my boat here and go fishing for Yeah, go ahead. So I ended up just trout fishing for shore that day. Sometimes that that's, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. Man. And it's Definitely. no fun because all the down you're saying, Irvine is open. Don't fall it down. It's like 80 miles away. Yeah. Got to drive three hours to get there, an hour <laughs> and a half to get there. It's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, when I went to Castaic, that was the first time I experienced like, they don't fuck around with the water thing. Like, uh, you know, like a Silverwood, they'll check. Yeah. Diamond Valley, drop your motor. Castaic. They grab the fucking engine and they start oh, they stick your finger shaking up. it. St- oh, I haven't had that yet. That's Dude, a new they one. They shake my fucking engine when I went like a couple weeks ago. I I'm went like, with a guy one wow. time who had, he forgot the same thing. We backed up and he dropped his engine and fucking cup and a half of water comes out. and like, oh my God. So he packs over it. Good call. And the lady's walking up and go, oh, you're good. I'm like, oh my God. So lucky. Huh? I'm like, dog, go. Drive, drive, drive. You know? And that that sucks. Honestly, that quagga muscle thing—it's good for the lakes. The only thing that sucks about it is it screws up the man-made stuff. It's like, well, mm-hmm. then don't have so much man-made stuff in it. It's like, <laughs> it makes the lakes great. Those yeah, big bluegill they have in Havasu. And I was just getting done talking to a buddy about this. Those big bluegill they have on the river in Havasu—that's only because of quagga mussels. Yeah. Did you go you know. fish fish uh, Havasu recently? Uh, I was down on the river in like um, Parker over there. Okay. Um, and it was awful. Um, Did but, you go to uh, fish or just to hang out? I went to go to fish. I seldom go to hang out anywhere. <laughs> it's fishing's everything. I went there to I went there to, uh, to um, Catherine's Landing. So it's like down oh, in Mojave. Mojave. Yeah, that place is something special, man. Dude, that I didn't. I took special. a couple rods, just drop shot rods, mm-hmm. at the dock. We we're waiting. We rented a boat. Everyone's getting their shit. I'm just sitting there. One pounder. One yeah, pounder, small mouth, pounder, or large mouth, large mouth. Oh, yeah. dude, that's that's. And then the the uh, back, they had pads like by the reeds, and I was just throwing yeah. the frogs. That was fun, man. Yeah, that 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 lake's that lake's pretty special, dude. I haven't gotten to explore as much of that lake as I'd like to, but it, it's a fun one. We did a couple. My buddy and I, who uh, he's from San Diego, he's a he's a good fisherman. <laughs> he's is he kid. not one or no he's, he's a good fisherman but he's a we butt heads all day long he's like he's <laughs> one of my closest buddies though and like it's funny how you could be so close to somebody who lives so far away but ryan is a he's an idiot <laughs> he'll call me a bigger one but we did a couple we did a trip where uh we did it twice we went with my parents and did like a vegas trip and then mm-hmm. came down to laughlin and fish mojave and um we took the boat there one day in like 125 degree heat like middle of the afternoon like, let's just go take the boat 
We drove up there and fished, and we just slammed him. We just, well, he murdered him. I caught like three fish. Yeah. I was so pissed. <laughs> he's over here cliff jumping, and we're having a good time, just the two of us. And he's like just ripping fish to him. Like, man, you suck. <laughs> he caught this giant catfish, and we had it on for like 10 minutes. He started as a giant, like, dude, it's a giant largemouth. And he's winding this thing up, and he's like, oh my God, it's a catfish. Like, What's this dude do? <laughs> this fool jumps. I got a picture. This fool jumps in the water with this stupid fish and wants to take pictures with it. Next to it. Just yeah. swimming. <laughs> it was uh, no. He just he just jumps in the water like I'm gonna take a picture like this. <laughs> I gotta find it. It was so. It was one of the funniest. And he's like, and it wasn't even the fact that he caught it. It was the fact that he wanted to take this god awful picture with it. <laughs> so he goes and grab. And I'm like, I don't want to grab those stupid things. So he noodled it or what? Uh, that's what he wanted to make it look like. <laughs> he's like I'm gonna tell you what I noodled it, bro. I'm like, oh my god. Where is this picture? We had we had a whole bunch of pictures from this trip. It was so dumb. Yeah, so he jumps in the water with his stupid fish. Like, I gotta take a picture with it in the water, man. <laughs> Big old stupid catfish like that. I'm like, oh my oh, that's god, funny, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's a he's a that man. That kid's gonna catch a world record. Wow, right, that's I'll, sick, I'll guarantee dude. you that he's gonna catch a world record. That kid, he's he's got some fish in his lakes that are so freaking big. Yeah. You he's like so, fishing the lakes down south a lot too. I don't go down there very much. No. I just it's not that I. It's a long drive and it's a lot of boat pressure and and yeah. nothing wrong with that. And there's giant fish. There's the endless, endless possibilities down there. That's the real heartland of giant fish. But mm-hmm. you know, I I just I stick to my. You can't overwhelm yourself. Honestly, you really can't overwhelm yourself on more than one area or lake. Yeah, yeah. you know, like you got guys that fish. I fish six lakes at a time. It's like it's great, dude. But honestly, you have to stick to a couple or just one. Yeah, you know, it's just it gets it gets so overwhelming. Because every spot's different. Every lake has a different thing going on, you know. Definitely. But yeah, that kid, he's he's going to get a world record. He's <laughs> so close. He's, he's, I think his biggest so far is 16. Damn. And he's like, dude, I've seen fish that could eat this thing. Dude, I'm like, dog, what? Swim bait got you? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a big, he's a big, cool, big guy. He's, cool. it's like I say, not just, it's just big fish mentality. The spring, that yeah. kid's mm-hmm. just on him. He's just, we're, we're, it, honestly, you want to catch big fish, you want to catch your biggest fish, you got to fish to spawn. Yeah. There's no if and or buts about it. You can throw, you be hard-headed, so go, I don't fish beds. Your biggest fish is going to come on the spawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just fish is full of eggs. It's got trout in it, you know? And Yeah. But yeah, he's a, he's a stick. Cool, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's been a great talk, yeah. and uh, we'd love to have you back on. Maybe you can get your dad on to talk yeah. about oh, club fishing. God. <laughs> um I told I told my son to tell him he's in class right now and told your dad and your dad yeah. said I'm not going on the podcast. He better. <laughs> he told my son. It's just gonna be one. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So uh, shout out to your dad. Uh, oh yeah. Whip my kid Andrew in shape if you can. Yeah. <laughs> Big Keith better. <laughs> yeah, do the better. same to me, boy. Yeah. Make sure you get on him about yeah. that. So, uh, <laughs> but we really appreciate. It. Where can they? Uh, so if you guys need help and you live in Southern California, more in Orange County, Northern Orange County. Uh, what shop do you work at? I work at Fisherman's Access, and that's okay. uh, Brea. It's off Imperial Highway in Laurel. It's uh, We got a lot of stuff. They do. We go there. Me and Justin actually yeah, go there a lot. Awesome. They help a lot. A yeah. uh, lot of good baits, man. And then uh, same thing, where can they find the trophy bass? The trophy bass baits right now, um, it's pretty much, and it's going to stick this way locally just because it's, it's you know, it's all good guys that have them. Mm-hmm. Save on Tackle in Santa Fe Springs has them. Um, they have every color. Uh, Performance Tackle in Los Alamitos has every color, um, every bait. Um, uh, fish, like said, we do Fisherman's Access. We have it all. Great. And then they'll be out-of-state stuff here soon. We're do, we do, doing some talks, some out-of-state stuff, which is pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, 
pretty much those. And they're all great shops. There's not one that's better than the other. Honestly, yeah. they're all great. They all have great information. Everyone, they're fishes. So, you know. Yeah, They definitely. don't all have chips. That is true. We have the chips. And <laughs> Justin knows that for sure, man. Chips and Cokes, right? We, we supply his, his, his kids with chips. That's great. <laughs> and uh, where can they check you out on Instagram? Um, me personally, uh, Seth Fishboy, Seth underscore Fishboy. If Great. you want to see fish, yeah, you guys need to check out his uh, account. It has some sick big bass on there. Yeah, it's really cool. Bunch of mics, my my running around and spending money pretty much, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> well, thanks again, man, for coming on. We well, appreciate it, and hopefully, we have you on soon again. Yeah. All right, take care, man.